Rough Talk VR. Welcome to another episode of Rough Talk VR, a weekly podcast with in-depth game reviews, exclusive developer interviews, and the latest Oculus Quest news. We join our hosts D Scruffles and Stratus2k1 today as they spend another episode breaking down and discussing the Oculus Quest virtual reality world. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Rough Talk VR. You know, we're doing things a little different today. Usually we review games, yep. talk to community managers, talk yep. to developers. Today we're talking to a fellow content creator, and that's Mateo311, who runs a, a highly popular YouTube channel. Beast. I mean, geez, I think he got, what, 41k subscribers. So, you know, he's, he's definitely yep. not new around these parts. So, Mateo, do you mind to introduce yourself to our, our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Excited to be here. Um, yeah, so I'm a YouTube content creator. I honestly just started because I was really into VR when it when it first came out. I was looking for like friends, wanted to be involved. And then one day I randomly made a video unrelated and I was like, you know what? I want to just start making VR content. And uh, yeah, three years later, here I am. I enjoy it. I love it. I do it, you know, almost every day. Yes. And it's variety content. So it's reviews, it's news, it's, you know, the basic stuff. No, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And geez, you mentioned that you've been playing it since, you know, the early days. What was your first VR experience? I always love to ask this. Yeah, so I got the uh, the HTC Vive. That was my first headset. Um, actually, it was the first thing set up in this house. So I bought this house. We were doing construction. The house was under construction. And I came here and set up, like started setting up the man cave. So it was literally the first thing in this house was my hot, my PC and my VR equipment. Um, I put it on, I just did the demo and I kind of like, you know, pooped myself and I kid you not. I ran upstairs to my contractor who was upstairs doing some work. And I said, you and your men, you got to come downstairs. And I started just putting the headset on, you know, people who are working in my house and they, they were blown away too. So that's it. I've been hooked ever since. It's got to make you wonder how many headsets in the course of three years of content creation, you've actually gotten into the hands of people. Yeah, how many how many you've convinced people to actually get? Because usually you put one on and it's like an instant sell because the brain isn't isn't really comprehending just how yeah. how good it's really become, especially if you've had no experience or the old you know cardboard cell phone type shit. Yeah. But it, it's good that you skip that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you know, it's, it's yeah. well, I guess for a comparison. Well, I, I'd still know people to this day who are I have to spend a lot of time convincing them to try the quest because of a bad previous experience yep. with the cardboard. And it's like, I promise you standalone VR is at a, a different level than yeah. it was before. That, that's why I say it's glad that, you know, some people skipped it <laughs> because one really bad experience and you just don't want to come back. Yeah, no, that, that, that's true. And uh, do you still like what headset do you use now? Do you use a quest too? Uh, primarily I use my index. It's probably about, I don't know, 70, 30 index first quest two. No, that's fair. That's fair. But, you know, for me, I think it's so much easier now these days to show people VR, just being able to just whip out the the standalone and then say, hey, yep. you know, you just need to spend, you know, three hundred dollars to get mm-hmm. this, not the whole the whole gaming rig, which, you know, not not everybody yeah. has. Although there is the, the trade off for sure that everybody's aware of if they've done the PC VR and then kind of step down to the quest, we'll say that seems to be the only gripe is just the. Well, yeah, that's why we hear him saying, yep, he's, he's on the, the index 70%, 70% of the time. 30, yep. <laughs> no, that's a good, that's a good place to be in. But, and, and, uh, 
what what's your favorite games that you've been playing recently? Uh recently well, lately, you know, VR's in a lull again, which happens every year. Um, but you know, the mod scene, the PC mod scene has been pretty crazy right now. So I was just playing uh, Deep Rock Galactic, which is actually a title I never played on flat. So it's pretty cool to jump into. Uh, I'm I was playing Half-Life 2 a VR mod for that. I know people say, oh, you could do a Gary's mod. But no, this is like a <laughs> legit mod. It feels like a native game. It actually has like you select your weapons just like Half-Life Alex. Um, it feels great. So I didn't test out like the uh, writing the vehicle levels, but they're going to do third person for that if they haven't already. So I've been doing a lot of VR mods, um, trying to jump back into some older games a little bit. Like I I threw on, um, let's see, Red Matter to prepare for Red Matter 2, a little Saints and Sinners, stuff like that. Yeah, sometimes it's good to revisit the the classics. We've recently been playing uh, Death Horizon Reloaded. That's a game that's, you know, from when we first got our, our quest and first time we played that game to where it is now, it's like the game's grown so much. Sometimes it's it's really cool to visit these old ones and see the, the, the changes they made. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so you speak of Red Matter 2 coming out. You know, that was announced at the the Oculus Showcase. Uh, and you also mentioned things are in a lull now, but we do have some some nice titles in the, the upcoming future. Uh, yep. Is there an, any big games besides Red Matter 2 that, that you're looking for? So I definitely got to play Moss too, because Moss was this title that everyone used to tell me, play it, play it, play it. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm too mature and manly for that. You know, <laughs> a mouse protagonist puzzle game. Come on. But then I played it and I was like, oh, my God, I've been sleeping on this. I, I literally um, ran over to my computer and emailed the developers. And like I was like, thank you for that opportunity, uh, wow. because that game was absolutely fantastic. Uh, so Moss 2 for sure. Saints and Sinners, obviously. Uh, that you know, it's a great title. Nothing feels like quite as good as that. The obvious one, you know, is uh, Bone Lab. You know, we, let's see if they can pull it off on the quest. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm. I'm. That's. I mean, the normal ones that we're looking for. Ghostbusters. I'm intrigued about. I want. I want more information on that. Ghostbusters VR. Yeah. No. Definitely. And then I'm- hopefully we get some curveballs. I mean, we have um, another showcase coming up in in two weeks, I believe. Which is upload uh, upload VR showcase. So, yeah, hopefully there's some some more sleepers. Like I wasn't expecting Ghostbusters at all uh, when that, that no. came out of, out of left field, and that's co op. And you know, me and yeah. me and Stratus over here, we're suckers for co op. If it's co op, you know, sign me up right now. So I'm I'm definitely pumped about that. It's it's, it's funny you mentioned you know being a manly man with uh with Moss, and you know it's it's probably a little too little, like cuteish and not you know one of the big things that I've taken in VR is you have to take all of your preconceived notions of like what you like in flat screen gaming and they're, they just don't apply in VR. Like, yeah, I, no, absolutely. I, I was never into the cute, playful, colorful graphics, but in VR, they're probably my favorite when I go into these environments and it's just like a uh, little cities, it's, it's alive, it's vibrant, it's playful. Probably wouldn't like that in flat screen, but something about being immersed in the environment, you can't help but be happy, you know? So I, I, I get what you mean. You know, if if you're somebody who's you, you're like, I wouldn't like that on a console. Give it a go on VR, man. You're you're probably still. Although I like do it. understand the the moss thing, though. Yeah, that was you. Yeah, so <laughs> I do get that. Yeah, it, it's also you know as you age, you know the type of content you like to consume changes. Uh, VR is also very physical, so it changes how much you're going to play and you know how you get into it and how involved you are. 
Uh, I, you know, I, I never really enjoyed puzzle games, but there's something about just, you know, having it something visually close to you that you can handle and manipulate makes puzzles just much more interesting. Oh, we absolutely, we, we crave like the, the escape room puzzle games. Yeah. Anything that absolutely crave it. Look, there's enough games in VR that make me sweat. I don't think everything needs to be, yep. you know, full blown cardio fat workout burn. swinging your arm. Sometimes <laughs> exactly. I can, sometimes I can chill. I even like, you know, mentioning Moss. I like third person games. I think that they work great in VR strategy games like that. Like Eternal well, Star, like board games, dude. Yeah. Board games. You want too. them it's board like, games. I don't, I don't need to yeah, be Demio solid. And yeah. I would love, I've been asking for years for like just a D&D or a Warhammer. Because just to not have to like unbox all of my figures, and, you know, to just be like, click, click, click and set them up saves you like two hours. So and, and when you're old with a family and not much free time, you appreciate that stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I'm always shocked that there's not more be it just well-known board games on the Quest store. We talk about this uh, almost every week. Dude, life. Where's life? Where's Monopoly? Uh, we're a father I'm, son. I'm technically probably too old to be playing life. <laughs> but yet, if it was in VR, I wouldn't feel that way at all because I'm sure it would be real immersive and it would be cool. But I didn't mean to cut you off. No, here. but I mean, I was going to say, what's the worst part of any board game? Setting up exactly what you said, losing pieces. Losing a piece. Oh, my God. You lost. You play Monopoly, you lose the houses. Oh, God. This is now going to be a headache. You got to, <laughs> you know, build some substitute to, to, to represent it. Uh, I, I don't understand why these type of experiences aren't on the Quest Store because I just think it's still like. I think because, I mean, we're we're in it and we're we're involved with it and we're playing it and, you know, you're pumping out content. But as a whole market, it's still like it's brand new. Mm-hmm. You know, the wrapping's not even off the box yet in the big picture of things. Yeah, I don't I don't know how well those type of titles would sell. I mean, one of the issues that, you know, VR suffers from is, oh, it's too casual. You know, title, you know, nothing has depth and all the titles are too casual. So if you go further into that category, you know, does the stigma grow more like, oh, great. Yeah, I have a quest and I can play Monopoly. <laughs> you know, is that the route you want to go? No, I, I could see that. Direct route, route, I would say no. Side route. Yeah. Yeah. I won't lie. Maybe I'm biased. I, I saw I see a 10, 15 dollar board game on the quest like Catan. Ooh, I, I don't even like Catan in real life. I, I won't say that I don't like it. I just never really played it in never real life. Played it. Oh. Uh, that I loved it in VR. So for me, I, I selfishly, think, my bias, I could, but I, I get your point that, you know, yeah, you don't want it every- might be just more suited for AR, like they're holding it off for AR. And, uh, you know, when you have a lighter headset and it's much easier and you don't care about the graphical fidelity, you could just, <laughs> you know, straight up, boom, uh, you know, just put on these little glasses and then play. Yeah, uh, that would work. Yeah, that's a good point. Interesting. It's funny, me and me and him agree and disagree a lot, but that's one that we agree on. So we never really get, you know, a conflicting opinion on it. So that was good to get the other no, side on it, it. Again, it's a biased opinion. You know, it's like <laughs> we just it's a selfish. Well, we want it yeah, doesn't mean yeah. it necessarily is going to make anyone money or it has a so a true our, play. And it's technically it's like more 3D gaming than it would be VR. Yeah, VR. So are, are you somebody who craves more of these long, in-depth story games on the Quest store? Yeah, so it's a weird balance because, like I said, VR is very physical. So am I going to be able to play more than two hours a day? Probably not. Um, And then at the same time, do I need something with the same amount of depth of, like, I'm playing Elden Ring and I just played Horizon Forbidden West? 
do I need something with 80, you know, hours of content where, you know, I can micromanage everything? No, I don't think that's suited for VR. I think that's, you know, if you had a, the ability to play it outside and inside of VR, then sure. But I think there's a little bit more of a, you know, like a special area that I got to hit. Everything coming out on the quest right now is probably a little bit too casual, not enough de- depth, but they don't no way have to come anywhere near where like what consoles are delivering. I loved Asgod's Wrath. You know, that was like 25, 30 hours of content. I think I played it for about 45. Um, you know, Half-Life Alex, I think, is a great length campaign because it's quality over quantity, which is what I crave generally more. You know, I just want that good experience. If I come in for an hour a day, be blown away, and it takes me, you know, one to two weeks to finish, I'm satisfied. I know that's not the average gamer. These days, you know, people buy three games a year and they play them religiously and <laughs> and games are made to be addictive. That's not what I grew up with and that's not what I'm looking for. But, you know, again, bias. So what I want might not be good for the industry and making people money. I, I think at the end game, it'll be similar to console there will be something for every because there's a lot of console games yeah like i i can't believe it makes a penny (laughs) but yet it does because somebody wanted it and as the industry grows and you know you can appease those millions of masses that's when i think you'll start seeing more specific genres yeah and kind of to your point too you know i used to be and it's it comes with getting older i used to be the type of gamer on a console uh, I wanted these long, like you said, 80 hour story experiences, dump my, my whole day into, but I work a full-time job, you know, yep. I, I can't come home and, and game six hours a day. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. I can pump out, you know, a couple hours a day. So I thought going into VR that I would want these, you know, super long in-depth games, but I'll never finish them if they were that long. I'm kind of on the same page as you. I like that if, if I can play a couple hours a week for a couple weeks and then i'm done with the story that that's solid money's worth for me with no complaints where some people go oh that's only a 20 hour story you know that's not worth it i don't yeah that's 20 hours straight i mean it's like i mean if it's a 20 hour story and you play you know even two that's two weeks of solid mm -hmm. you know draining your battery putting packs on i mean you you can't look at like Look at like the amount of time you could spend in like Skyrim, like going through your inventory and stuff. <laughs> I don't want to do that in VR with a headset on and kind of like and probably having like bad posture and, you know, like just sitting there like I don't want to do that. I don't think that's the proper direction for VR. But again, we do need a lot more depth, you know, like these games are way too casual. So there's a middle ground that we're getting to. Yeah. No, that's fair. I mean, we we ran a uh, community poll on our subreddit and our Discord for like, hey, you know, you guys vote for the game for us to review. And it ended up being a tie. So then we had to run a, a second poll with the two tie, <laughs> tie winners. That, yeah, huh, we probably should have, you know, whatever. <laughs> we'll eventually review the other one. But the winner ended up being Green Hell. So we've been we've been okay. away on Green Hell. And uh, I think I'm actually lucky that I didn't play the console version. So I don't have that issue of, yeah. you know, it does or doesn't have this. Compare it. Yeah, but right now for me, that's kind of checking that box if I'm able to put in a couple hours a night. It's in-depth, it's hard, and like, yeah, it, I, I've read the story might balance out to about you know 20 hours or whatever. 
that's not a complaint to me so far. I'm, I'm no. freaking, I'm loving it. It seems Dude, like a great length. I'm hours in and I think we were talking and you have to take away at least three hours off the top <laughs> just for the, the first time you play and you don't first know what the two hell to you're three doing. times you play. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, okay. You know, I didn't know. Yeah. It took me two play yeah, sessions to learn how, how to save? build a hut. <laughs> I don't know how to save. Yes. I know. I was like, I got stuck in the dark and I couldn't, you know, see anything <laughs> and I couldn't figure out how to go to sleep. And then I walked myself off a cliff and that was my first playthrough. And that's like after two hours in, I'm like, I just walked myself off a cliff. I, you know, yep. my it, first yeah. 10 minutes after the tutorial, I'm sitting there wandering like, wow, I can see the pores on my skin. This thing is so beautiful. The game, boom, I get bitten by a, a snake. And I'm like, that's exactly what would happen to my white ass in the Amazon walking through <laughs> dilly dallying. I'm going to get bit by a snake in 10 minutes and die. My screen's turning purple. I'm like, ah. I eat some. I think I pick up a frog. That's also poisonous. I'm like, this is not going well. So no, no. But it. I mean, so anybody who who sees a game like that in VR and goes, that's not in depth enough, or it's too easy for me in my current experience. It's like, man, no, I don't it's, know. That's it's clicking all the boxes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's checkmarking no. the boxes. Maybe I'm just not a good gamer anymore. Maybe uh, I'm aging out uh, in terms of being like a, a high level gamer. But yeah. I don't know how somebody could pick that up on the first time and be like, huh, too easy. Yeah, too quick. No, not me. People just all get good. It's like, come on, you suffered. Like you put like 10 hours in before you figured out something and you're you're sitting there telling people get good. Come on. Oh, yeah. Nobody's filming themselves from day one. Like watch me whip through this game the first time I turn it on. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. One of my one of my favorite all time games is uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. And even that one I was I was reading online the other day. And, you know, the the base intro plan of that. I played that game when I was, I think, six or seven, maybe eight years old. I didn't get off that base planet because it was too complicated for my eight year old self till I was 10. It took me two years to get off there. So I, <laughs> I, I saw somebody in the comments like. Oh, if they're two hours into the game, they're probably off the planet. What I'm like two hours in on their first playthrough, you think they're going to be off that planet? You're out of your mind. <laughs> uh, but my all time favorites, though, is when somebody reading a, a one star review or somebody and somebody's like, I dumped 30 hours into this game, 40 hours into this game. And after 40 hours, man, you know, there's nothing left to do. And it's like you put I know 40 hours you, into that. You game. see steam reviews and people have like a thousand reviews. And it's like the game used to be amazing, but now it's boring. It's like <laughs> a thousand hours. Yeah. Like everything's boring after a thousand hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. No, we love reading the one star reviews, though. It's my favorite thing yeah. in the world to do. First thing we do before we review review a game. Yep. What's what? What do people we'll reach deep into the barrel of some twisted hate someone has going on for yeah. some, find some nice hours. memes in there too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Comments so, are always the best. Yeah. Uh, so I love the developer. I love that Oculus lets the developers respond. Yeah. To that's reviews. a good touch. Some, uh, I think it was knock knock had a real funny one that you loved for a one star. Yeah. I can't remember it though. Yeah. No, but, Nonetheless. No, they were they had a gangster response about it though. So we were you a longtime gamer uh prior into getting VR as yeah. So I'm um you know, I, I try not to say it anymore because people tell me to shut up, but I am old <laughs> and I've been uh gaming god for you know thirty-five years. Um so yeah, I've been I mean I remember like one of the first games I got on PC, I didn't even like own a mouse on my PC yet. And my dad was like, yeah, it says you're, this game requires a mouse. And I'm like, oh, crap, I got to save up for a mouse. You know, like that, that that's, you know, 
you had to crank start the computer. That's where I started. Uh, but no, I've been I've been gaming forever. Um, and I branched out over time. Like I used to be like just PC. And then I'm like, well, there's some cool exclusives I want to play. And, you know, my taste has been whatever. But like you said, with VR, it kind of opens you up to new experiences and you try everything. So I, I basically, you know, just want to get the best of everything right now. And, you know, I'm on PlayStation, I'm on Xbox, Nintendo Switch, VR, you name it. So, yeah, I, I play everything. No, that's I'm, awesome. I'm jealous. And uh, how, <laughs> how much, what percentage of that would you say is VR? Like, are you primarily playing VR or is it still pretty, I know you mentioned. Yeah, no, well. I'm, I mean, especially for the channel, it's primarily VR. Um, I would say on a daily basis, I'm probably oh, about an hour of VR every day. Uh, if something big comes out that I'm like really like sucked into, you know, maybe I can get like two hours in uh, if I'm trying to get a review out, you know, maybe I'll spend a day like four or five hours playing something straight. But that's pretty rare. So, yeah, I mean, the majority is the majority is VR, uh, except for like when an exclusive comes out on consoles that I get hooked on. And then that's, you know, my one or two hours will go to that game. Uh, right now, I have a Steam Deck, so like that's actually been helping my gameplay time. So like, if I know I'm going somewhere and I'm gonna like waiting in the car or something, I take it. And I've just been playing Elden Ring everywhere. Like, I got my car maintenance this week, and I I just sat there for an hour in the car shop just playing. And actually, someone walked up to me. He's like, "Is that a Steam Deck?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm playing Elden Ring. Leave me alone." <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate time killer. No, I've been I've been eyeing a Steam Deck. I remember when they first announced it. I was like, "Ah, oh, do I?" I was skeptical when they no, when they first announced. Valve is good at what they do. Just sometimes they don't always promote their stuff, you know, uh, well enough to the masses to really capture everybody. But what it's always high quality hardware, you know. You gotta it, give it's it's solid, and like one thing that really helps is like so. This is where I game. I come down to here to game. I can't just sneak off, you know, all day long. I have a family. I have two young two young daughters, so I can't just like sneak off. But if they're sitting there watching a movie, I can just grab the Steam Deck, sit next to them, play a little bit, and that is really up to my gameplay time since since it, it came. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. That's a good endorsement. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's kind of similar to to the benefits of standalone VR, you know, for a lot of people with families and stuff like that. Sometimes it's hard to, to get the whole setup going, you know, sneak yeah. off into the man cave or whatever. Whereas with a quest, you can kind of just pick it up and go. Of course, the VR has the downside that you're not able to see your whole environment unless you turn on pass through. But, you know, still same concept. Uh, so uh, to kind of change subjects a little bit, you know, I saw today that you got some some smoking going on. Yes. So Memorial Day weekend. So happy Memorial Day, everybody who celebrates. Uh, Yeah, it it turned out, you know, we were going to not have plans and that just spiraled. I don't know. I got to I. So for my birthday, um, I recently got a smoker and I've been dying to try it out. And I said, you know, all right, I'm going to get some ribs. I'm going to figure this thing out. We're going to smoke some ribs. And then I just, you know, asked the neighbor, hey, you around. And she was like, yeah, 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 I'll come over. And then I was like, "Mm, we're going to have too much food. So I asked a few people and they said they weren't around and then they changed their mind. So now I'm going to have a house full of people. I'm smoking meat. I'm sous vide steaks. I have two grills going today. Uh, it's four different meats. It's, it's you know, it's going to be a good day. And, you know, uh, the Traeger instructions <laughs> tell you you have to have a beer in your hand when you're working. This is actually not a joke. The instructions in the Traeger manual tell you to open a beer and tell you when to get another beer. Um <laughs> 
So I had to make sure to start. So it is true too. I own a Traeger as well, and it they they have the beers at the bottom too. So it'll be like by this step, you should be three beers in. You know. Yes, this it's is true. Been crazy. Yeah, Traeger's yes. Traeger's the best. What what model do you have? If you don't mind me asking, I, I honestly don't know. It was a gift. Um, it's one of the smaller ones. So I didn't look up. I looked it up just to buy the you know cover for it, but I can't remember what model it is. Yeah, it's was, a new smaller model. I always forget exactly what mine is. I just know it's one of the like bronze lower end models and it's black and it's got kind of a, a bronze trigger. lid, it's a but grill. it's a Traeger. Yeah. And it kicks ass. <laughs> it's That's probably, that probably the same one that I have. Yeah. Because I have a bronze lid and it's black. Yep. That sounds like it. And it, it's just got, it doesn't have like the mobile app to, to watch it on your phone or anything like that, but just simple yep. little pellet load in on the side. Nah, things, a things, a beast. So you're you're, Absolutely. Gonna, you're putting it to good use. To, He's definitely the neighbor you want to live next to. Right? <laughs> I I definitely am because I'm like, OK, that neighbor likes cause light, but I'll make sure I have a case. And that neighbor <laughs> likes this. And like and I, I actually stockpile stuff based on like my friend's preferences. That's, oh, that, that's freaking awesome. That's awesome. But here's the thing. Anybody who smokes meat will know, like, you know, by the time it's not really about yourself eating it. You know, it's more about actually smoking it. Everybody enjoying it too. Yeah, and it's like yes, you smoke a a brisket or or a bunch of ribs. It's like there's no way you're eating all that by yourself. You know, you almost have to invite people over, and it's that's part of the experience is sharing the barbecue with everybody. So I get it. Well, yeah, you get twenty people all eating your your smoked meats and your grilled food. You're going to be hearing twenty. Oh my god, this is amazing! Every time you walk through, so yeah, there's no downside. Kind of can't go wrong, you know. (laughs) When you cook food that slow, you kind of can't go wrong. Like I, my last birthday, I got a sous vide machine, and now this this birthday, I got a smoker. So you know, you can tell I'm old. But um, you know, when you start buying nothing but food appliances, but um, yeah, the sous vide machine's great too because like. You can't go wrong with that either. You season some steaks, you throw it in, you come back two hours later, you sear them off, and they're fantastic. Yeah, that's I've yet to get one of those. Yeah, I feel, that's cheap. Get one. I, I feel a little uh, attacked. I'm I'm in my mid twenties, and here I am with my girlfriend. That's like the highlight of our our life is buying food appliances. We got like an <laughs> uni, we got a Traeger, we got like a flat top grill, and that's just food, man. Food to the best. You're just ahead of your time. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I did not appreciate food. When I was in my 20s, I did not. I was always like a gym rat. And I was like, uh, I'm not going to eat heavy food. I'm just going to get fat. <laughs> yeah. I'm, so um, so like I did not appreciate food until like my 30s. And now it's like fantastic. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely an old man at heart. Just today, I walked up to my, my girlfriend. And I was like, you know, my recent thing with steak isn't that it's the doneness that I prefer for all steaks, you know, it's cooked really cooking to that cut. So, you know, some steaks I'm really going to want rare, some I'm going to want medium rare. <laughs> and I just walked away and I'm like, dude, how fucking old am I? Am I, am, am I, am I like 60 years old right now? Like really, you know, got to perfect. Getting, so getting the adrenaline rush over steak. So you, you mentioned like any other hobby, you know, you geek out on it. And it just, you got into that hobby earlier. That's all. <laughs> well, let's be honest. A, a really nice cut of meat cooked well is, is like, yeah. Oh, come on. I love meat. I love learning about yeah. the butchery of it. You know, the, it took me years to perfect cooking a steak. Years. Mm-hmm. Well, I shortcut it because, you know, again, father son combo. So he teaches me his his method nice and young, and then I can just run with it from there. So I definitely, definitely shortcut it. But you mentioned being a fat boy at heart. Something I kind of wanted uh, to talk about is that you recently did a, a weight loss challenge. Uh, yeah. Not challenge, weight loss, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Challenge, so, you could say. 
Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I've been a, a gym rat my whole life. I, I've always worked out. I really like I enjoy it. You know, I enjoy lifting weights. Some people don't. I genuinely enjoy it. Some people enjoy running. That's not for me. Wasn't built for that. Um, but for, you know, a small dude, I've always been like fairly strong and, and I've been in better than average shape. But between work being pure hell, getting older, you know, enjoying food more, I, I put on some pounds. I was not happy with where I was. Um, and I just said at the beginning of the year, I said, enough is enough. I said, you know, I'm always in VR. I always wanted to try Supernatural. Let's commit to like three months of just doing Supernatural every day. And, uh, you know, I did work out. I did lift weights four days a week, but lifting weights is not going to get you skinny. It, it, you know, it just doesn't do it. So it's not a good way to burn fat or, you know, burn calories in general. So I did I did Supernatural as my main cardio. And yeah, sure enough, in about 11 weeks, uh, between everything, I lost like 20 pounds. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, that's impressive. And that's 20 pounds of like real weight. You know, some people, you know, you can starve yourself a couple weeks. <laughs> you can water yeah. weight it. That's not really losing weight, you know. Uh, wow, that's impressive. So you went with Supernatural. Is that your favorite of the VR workout apps? Uh, it de- it definitely is. Um, only because like it has, like I like the coaches. They're the right level of cringe. Um, you know, like any, any coach in any workout thing you do, they're always like a little cringy, but they're good. They're funny. They're entertaining. They definitely help motivate you. Uh, tons of great music. The, you know, the app is fun. It wasn't hard to the point where it's like, I dread it. It was fun. It, it, you know, that was the main thing. It was fun. So it kept me coming back every day. I didn't go, Oh, I got to do supernatural today. I woke up and I like enjoyed doing it. I would drop the kids off at school. You know, I would get into supernatural for 30 minutes and then I'd go to work. And, you know, that was that was my day every single day. And like I said, I did that for about 11 weeks straight until I, I left on vacation and <laughs> it, it went really well. I mean, I, I have to say, like, I've been in good shape in the past, so I knew what I needed to do. So I knew, like, how to get my diet in check. I knew what to eat. Uh, you know, I'm not very picky with that. I do enjoy like lots of different vegetables and stuff. So the main thing is like your diet. And I, I already knew what I needed to do there. So that helped. And then the cardio consistency with the cardio, the weight just, you know, slowly went down. And I took body fat percentages and stuff like that. And again, like lifting, I would know, like, am I just burning through my fat? You know, my burn is this just water weight, whatever the case may be. But no, I was getting stronger in the gym at the same time. So everything went well. So, yeah. No, kudos on that. We when we had um done one of the workout. Yep. Less Mills. Less Mills. We had talked about Less like Mills a, is great. A 90 day challenge. And I'm like, there's just no way you wouldn't. I look at the amount of sweat that I, I unfortunately drop when I do those. <laughs> and it's like, holy crap, there's no way you wouldn't lose weight if you really committed. Even just like you said, 30 minutes. 30 okay. minutes is not <laughs> bad. No, just uh, you, but you do. Too. You say, I mean, that's easy to 30 minutes is actually torture if you're if, depending on the intensity of the yeah. workout. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, well, it's good to see that it's somebody wouldn't prove that you can actually do it and you'll get good results. Yeah. I mean, Les Mills is actually more intense than Supernatural, in my opinion. Um, Le- I've done Les Mills and actually I had to do Les Mills when I was on vacation because Supernatural doesn't work in UK and I was in London mm. and I turned on my headset and I was cursing. Um, <laughs> so I had to do Les Mills uh, and I was like, shit, these are more intense, you know, like. Is it, you know, they throw in these and you're boxing and you're not just kind of doing this. But um, Supernatural does a good job and Supernatural does have boxing, too. But Supernatural does a good job. And like, you know, if your diet's in check and you 
do cardio every day, the weight's going to come off. I mean, it's math. Yeah, I'm I'm fascinated with the idea of VR for for fitness because I even just have a friend who who bought a Quest and he's not really like a a workout guy. He's not a guy who lives at the gym or anything like that. You know, that's not really the culture he grew up with. And he's playing the Quest a couple weeks go by and he's like, I'll be honest with you. Every game I play makes me sweat. He's like, I want to get one of these these workout apps. He's like, that sounds like that this would be perfect. So it's like, here's somebody who was never really interested in fitness. They're not like, you know, uh, out of shape or, or chubby or anything like that, but just not really a fitness orientated guy. And now because of a gaming system, they're into to working out. It's it's fascinating to me. I think the potential yeah. for it is, is endless, especially as a ton we of get, potential there, you know, full body tracking, that kind of stuff. You know, you mentioned Les Mills does the knees. You could cheat it. They do a little work around <clears throat> with it. But if you actually do the knees, it's intense. Dude, that that app blows my arms. Yeah. From the, the sky punches. Yeah. And doing like 40 quick, rapid sky punches in a row. Just it's not, destroys. It's not just the sky punches. It's then just after the sky punches. Then you got to reach up and grab the block and pull it down and knee it. Yeah. The app is first. There's brutal. some torture with the 24 minute exercise is just torturous yeah so wait wait till they'll be able to track your whole limbs and everything like that uh, the <laughs> the ability for working out in vr is going to be ridiculous well what's cool is even in a chair and it is it is cool because motion is a big part of vr you will work up a little heart rate but mm-hmm. even in a chair you can still get some exercise yeah so it's not you're like if, your you're, arms. if you are you know stuck in a chair that you can't take advantage of the same apps yeah you you punch sitting down i promise you you're gonna sweat eventually well, you had to play sitting down for a while. Yeah, I broke. You managed to make it work. So yeah, unfortunately, I'm not right in the head. So when we first got the quest, uh, I think we got the quest in November of 2020, and then I broke my arm in December of 2020. Yep. Which just meant didn't mean take stop gaming. <laughs> that just meant I'm going to sit in a chair <laughs> and I'm going to rest my my arm against the chair and like side right there, and then you know play like this. It worked. Did a lot of Perfect. pop one. You pop one it mm-hmm. with a broken arm. Yeah, you were like, man, we're not going to be able to play pop one for a couple months. I was like, no, I think I can. You're like, <laughs> I don't think you should. I think I can. <laughs> so you mentioned you went yeah. to London. How was that? Not to that, was, that was really good. I spent two weeks in Europe. So I went to uh, London. My brother lives there. And we went to Belgium, which was just, you know, beer, waffles, and chocolate, <laughs> basically. And um, my my wife went to France for like two days. And I went with my brother back to London. So a little, you know, boys night. So then then I had like two days of recovering from a hangover. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. Did you do the normal like touristy thing like the the big Ferris wheel or the, the tower? I have there? no interest in that stuff. <laughs> it's kind of sad, though, like because growing up involved in so much technology, like seeing the sights and stuff does like nothing for me. I actually posted a video like, you know, which I'm sure pissed off tons of people, but I was in like this great spot in the middle of London with this beautiful view where we were staying. And I'm just like looking at all the iconic buildings and stuff and giving them the wrong names <laughs> and saying like, oh, look, th- this bridge right here is famous for being in the movie Spider-Man Far From Home a- and stuff like that. So I'm sure people hate me uh, from that, especially locals. But uh, I mean, it's just it- it's kind of lost on me, which is sad. But and then VR, like that's why VR, I guess I enjoy so much because you take things to the next level. Yeah, no, absolutely. you'd be trans. Yeah, I was be transported say. to like a real cool sci-fi world. 
Not like some boring, dingy old castle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's fine. I'm, I, I usually skip the tourist stuff as well. I'm more about, you know, living like a local when I go. Let me go to the pubs. Let me just go walk around. Well, locals got to work there, you uh, know. Well, local without the... <laughs> let, me, let me live like a local uh, socialite, you know. I don't want to... You know what I learned in London? Don't get pizza. That was the one thing I took away from going to, Not to good. London. You didn't have good pizza experience? No, I asked for extra sauce and they gave me a ketchup bottle. And I was like, yeah, I'm fucked. (laughs) I'm like, this is not going to be good. Next. Yep. I think it was, I went for chicken or something. And even that was, I'm not a salt guy. I'd never use salt. And I was like, yeah, I need some salt. I need a lot of salt. Eating the wrong things. You got to do your fish and chips. That's the one thing I didn't eat. I didn't eat fish and chips. Yep. And I go to Ireland. Chicken tikka masala is their number one dish, apparently. (laughs) So you got to have that too. Well, it is now. I've I've heard that yeah. there's that there's like better Indian food in London than in, in India. Like people go crazy about the Indian food in London. Yeah, we actually did. It is that. very popular for sure. So uh, you mentioned you've been doing your channel for what four years now? Three, three. Uh, it, we just hit three years. Nice, congrats, yeah. congrats. What's Thank what, you. What's the growth of the channel been like? Uh the first six months, nothing. I mean, <laughs> my content sucked. My content sucked. I didn't know what I was doing. So the first three months was like a like a steady like I don't know like a hundred subs a month if that much for like the first six months like and it was just like a perfect straight line no up or down it was terrible uh, then I kind of said okay I'm gonna commit a little bit more time I'm gonna kind of um, up my quality a little bit I didn't really have the right head for it and again you know I was always working so it's just a hobby. Um, but you know, I put more effort into it and, uh, some things, you know, started to click, uh, a couple of videos popped off and then, yeah, I guess we're, we're, we're here now. Yeah. It's a, it's a successful channel, I would say, and continues to grow. Yeah. I mean, we, it's, it's funny cause we, we play with so many people who have YouTube channels and, um, there's one kid I'm thinking of, he had a, for two years, I think he had 25 subs. And he was excited about it and he was treating it like a full production when we were playing. I think it was pop one, like, Oh, please don't, please don't swear and all this. And it's like, all right, man, how many, you know, how many people you got? And he's like, I've been doing it for two years. I got 20, it's 20 or 25. I wish I could remember his name. Cause I felt so bad for him when, you know, we don't add kids, but it's like, so it's, it's weird to see how some people can just figure it out and get their shit to grow. And other people literally will do years. They do it years and they don't have a hundred people. It's like, there's obviously there is, no magic bullet, but I, I there it, is a game to be played. I hate to state it that way, but there is a game to be played um, to some degree. Like I, you know, I try to avoid that as much as possible. You know, there's there's clickbait aspects, which you know, clickbait works. I don't care what anybody says, clickbait works. <laughs> um, you know, when it comes to making a thumbnail and a title, uh, you should be aiming to intrigue but not mislead. So that's your goal. Every every thumbnail and every title is clickbait unless you just don't give a crap at all. I mean, like if you name it boring, like this is my Boneworks video. Yeah, no one's watching that. So so I mean, like pretty much every single thumbnail and title is some form of clickbait. It's just how far are you pushing it? Are you just selling a complete lie just to get people to click? Well, that, you know, that's unethical, you know, whatever. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, but again, like, again, I know where I am. Like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything wrong. Some people have different standards, whatever it may be. Some people push it w- what I consider way too far. Uh, thumbnails, titles make a huge difference. 
You got to kind of, you know, wrap your head around that. Then it's, you know, good content and producing something people are willing to come back for. Like, why are they at your channel? Is it entertainment? Is it information? You're, you're, you're providing a service at the end of the day. And you got to continually provide that service, you know, and people come back for what they want. I mean, that's what it is. Um, some people do it way better than others. Some people learn the formula faster, whatever the case may be. Some people, I wouldn't say luck is involved to a degree it is, you know, like the YouTube algorithm is, is crazy and finicky, but when it decides it's time for you to pop off, it, it's just insane. <laughs> like, it's just like night and day. You're like, what just happened? I'm famous all of a sudden. Yeah, that's, that's. Yeah, I, I can't figure it out. No, I mean, but the content we put on YouTube is just really a carryover of the show anyway. So yeah, it's we don't not really like, focus on YouTube-specific content. In but I'm, I'm always amazed when I look at the amount of subscribers people have, and I'm like, my God, mm-hmm. how the yeah. hell? <laughs> how the hell? I mean, but, yours, it's, not, it's nothing to 40,000 people mm-hmm. who will be notified <laughs> every single time you, you have something to say. That's freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah, I mean, subscribers are great and all. I want my, you know, my YouTube plaque. Um, that would be nice at 100K. Right. But uh, obviously, when if you're looking at it as a business or growth or whatever the case may be, viewership is much more important. And um, I, I think I do. I, de- I think I do fairly decent there. Like my subscriber to viewership ratio is actually I get less subscribers than like other people with similar reviews. And I, maybe that's because I'm controversial at times <laughs> or I, I do too much like varied content, whatever it may be. But um, yeah, so that ratio isn't really there. But lately it's been doing OK and I, I'm happy. You know, what's the what's the controversy you might sometimes carry? <laughs> ah. the uh, well, I, I will be outspoken about anything like, you know, a lot of channels are just hype channels. Yep. You know, uh, you know, I love VR, so everything VR has to be exciting. And it's like. Oh my God, version, you know, 27 of the quest introduced talking to your friends. It's the, it's a game changer. Uh, and I can't, I cannot do that. <laughs> like I cannot, my soul dies. So my- I, I, I can't personally do that. And, um, I'm not afraid to call anything out. It might make me less brand friendly to certain people, stuff like that. But if you're going to get my raw opinion and if I see something as like, nah, this is bull, everyone's making it out to be a big deal. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. And, you know, some people will get pissed at me for it. And some people, if you don't say exactly what they want to hear, if you're not just like, hey, you have the Quest 2, I have the Quest 2. It's the most amazing headset ever. It's the best. No, the index sucks because Quest is better than it. If you're not saying that, some people are like, this guy's lying. He's full of shit. I'm like, lying about what? I just said, like, I like my index better. It feels better on my head. Bullshit. That's cap. And I'm like, I'm like, Please explain to me what isn't true. And it's just like, no, Quest is better. How? By what metric? Subjectively or objectively? Like, you know, yeah. and and that's, but that's just being on the internet in general. Yeah. Nothing worse than when somebody's not able to have an opinion. And I do agree with you on, uh, you know, there's, there's one thing to do a little bit of clippy, a little bit of thumbnail. Like you said, play the game a little bit, but nothing better than, you know, VR will never be the same after this. Yeah. Fuck changed. Yeah, I don't even. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My headset's the same as it was yesterday. I'm gonna right. be honest with you. You told me nothing. 
Yeah. So I, unless an asteroid, you know, is going to hit the planet, VR is going to pretty much be the same tomorrow. (laughs) I mean, we probably should play the game a little bit more than we should, but just just what Stratus said before, we don't really focus too much on our VR specific content. Sometimes we'll do some like gameplay videos, but it's mostly just, it's becoming educational. Yeah. We, we, because we weren't originally even going to really do YouTube. No, I think we even bother. I think we did three months of podcasting before we even made our YouTube channel. So it's, uh, but it's, it's definitely, and that's, you know, Again, back to the amazement that p- some people have it figured out is like, I know so many people go on to YouTube probably every single day. Like, I'm going to be a makeup content mm-hmm. creator. I'm going to be a video game content creator. And I don't even know what their real numbers are because I've never even really looked. But again, that balance between people mm-hmm. who have been able to figure it out for them. And, and I'm not going to lie. I've, I've looked at people's videos who have like a massive amount of subscribers. Massive. And I'm like, I don't like any of this. There's uh-huh. Well, kind of yeah. what you referenced before, too. Sometimes those massive amount of subscribers, you'll look at their newest videos. And it's like, wow, the last month they've only gotten a thousand views per video. They're not really getting that that translation. Uh, so sometimes yeah, it's be like, were they bought subscriber, you know, bought subscribers or mm-hmm. did the channel change at one point in time? You change your channel, you know, you are asking for trouble. <laughs> I won't lie. I get a, an email every time. Well, theoretically, I get an email every time I get a YouTube subscriber. Thank God I haven't blown up yet, right? Uh, <laughs> but sometimes I'll get one email that I got a new subscriber, and then I'll go check in my numbers up by three or four. And I, where's those other three or four emails? I'm not saying that there's an. I just don't know. I don't know. Uh, sometimes analytics for any any platform are a little bit weird. You know, Facebook videos, yeah. uh, TikTok videos, Instagram videos. It's it's always a little weird. Yeah, my Sorry to cut you off there. Mm. No, I was no. just going to say my whole thing with the, uh, you know, creating content, playing the game. Like, I don't understand what the point of being involved in content creation, you know, this this very newish type of job field, whatever you want to call it, hobby. I don't understand the point of being in it if you just turn it into a straight job and you're like, all right, well, I'm going to make this content because I know that's where the numbers are. And I'm going to say these things because I know it's going to help my channel grow and at the end of the day, it's just a job and you don't care about it. And you're, you're not like following your passion. And for some people, they're they're completely OK with that. They're like, no, I just want to be the most successful or I want to make the most money or be the most popular, whatever, you know, have the have the most influence or other people want to enjoy the ride a little bit more. It's a balance. Yeah, no, there's been times that we do a review and, you know, we put down the the mics, we hit stop and we go, you know. It probably would have been more popular to have praised that game more than we did. Or, you know, everybody's shitting on it and we enjoyed it. Maybe it would have been smarter to, but we, we can't, you know, we always, we, we got to say how it is uh, yeah. for better or worse. And I think you're only as good as your integrity too. Yeah. It's like so you're you sitting, start blowing your own integrity. People are going to slowly pick up on the fact that you're just, no, no, yeah. they won't. They're stupid. People are <laughs> stupid. They won't pick up on it. You could be as phony as all hell and just blow blow Uh, up beyond belief uh, so that there are so not in the vr uh realm luckily but there are so many youtube content creators who are just full of crap and it takes them to the moon that's terrible see i'm definitely enjoying the the podcasting medium we're like that seed that you know you you it's not a quick growing no i like i like the podcasting journey the root there's just you know consistent high quality content is is the answer uh you know, YouTube definitely 
once you get it figured out, it's it's good. But like you said, there's for everybody who's got a, a good, honest channel doing a reasonable amount. There's definitely those who who have a good following. They're popular and their their content is. No, I've, I've looked at many that I'm like, yeah. And it's not even like, oh, well, that's a video you wouldn't watch anyway. No, because I'll do what mm-hmm. probably everybody does. And you start with one video where you want to watch and then I'll watch this now. And then 10 minutes later, you're watching shit you never thought you'd ever watch. But I always look at the subscribers and the mm-hmm. the people watching, and I'm like, damn. Plus, I like reading comments. Yeah, but saying how it is, and you know, be honest, people just come to being East Coast. It's an East Coast. That's a good. Issue. That's yeah. a good quality <laughs> to true. have. That that rubs people the wrong way constantly. <laughs> yeah, one time I went out to uh, to California with my girlfriend, and we we're sitting in line for a comedy show. And somebody walks up to us, and they're like, "Hey, you got tickets?" And we're like, "What?" And then you know, the whole line around us kind of turned around. And then they're like, what, what's up, man? Like, why? What? And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm from, you were aggressive. I'm, I'm, I'm from, I'm from the East Coast. You know, usually somebody walks up to me asking if I got tickets, either because they're trying to sell me something or they're trying to rob me. Like, I'm. I, and he's like, no, I just want to know if this was the right line. I'm like, oh shit, I'm, a, I'm an asshole. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't always translate to the rest of the world the best. No. <laughs> so that was actually. I mean, New- I'm sorry. Sorry to cut you I off. I keep cutting you off, man. It's, it's the New York in me. <laughs> That's the city. Yeah. No. So what are you going to say? <laughs> yeah. No, I was going to say like New Yorkers get that bad rap for being, um, you know, like not very helpful, not very friendly, but any New Yorker will give you directions. You're just getting them once. <laughs> you better listen. And they're coming. They're coming at you quick, but they'll all take the time. They'll just be like, oh, yeah, sure. You go on the 42nd Street. Yeah. You're just going to go up here. You're going to make a left and, then, you know, turn on six, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You're there. And it's just like, um, but that's it. You're getting it once and then they're walking away. It's not rude. It's just they're busy. Yeah. And I feel like not all the the, the world uh, interprets ball busting as good with strangers. Like you can't that's, just, you yeah. know, no, and you had that New York City accent Said, into yeah, the mix and, yeah. you know, the the quickness or the, you know, the what are you talking yeah, about? A little you know? bit of slang, you know, and people like they take it the wrong way. Easy. And it's like, no, no, no. First no problem. time in America. And that's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's how all Americans are. Oh, my God. No, New York City's the shit, though. I, I love going to the city for a day, just so, a, just a day. I, I kind of wanted to ask, you know, you mentioned, you know, you don't want to make this a job in the sense that you're just bullshitting to get the the most likes and, you know, uh, you know, just like work would be. But, you know, what are your goals with your channel and content creation? Would you like it to be a full time job or do you like, you know, having your real life? And then this is, you know, more of a hobby. Yeah. So it's been a hobby for a while, but it's been frustrating to, like, get the time to do it. Uh, it cuts into my family life. You know, I get stressed out with work and everything. Uh, very recently, I left my job. Um, now, I luckily, ha- I'm in a position where I've been planning this for years. You know, I, 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 I've been sick of my job for quite some time. I've positioning, I've been positioning investments and, and different things so that I could walk away and not be terrified. So I was able to do that. Now I am doing some consulting on the side because to walk away from a full-time job that was well-paying is still scary, regardless of whatever decisions you made to prepare for this. So I'm still doing some consulting, uh, just, you know, to pad myself with extra money. I am putting a little bit more time into the channel, uh, to, you know, just help it grow a little bit. It's just, I can't ever really imagine the channel, like, unless I personally get so much better at what I'm doing, I can't imagine it getting to the point where it's like, you know, matching my previous job. You know, I, I, it would be 
I would love to see it hit a six figure salary and be like a real job, but I don't, I don't see it, you know, getting there unless I figure more things out. And, um, so right now I'm, you know, uh, consulting a little bit, being more Mr. Mom, because I've, I've been playing that role for years. My wife's job is just crazy. She works like 70 plus hours a week. So like, I've always had to, you know, the kids get sick. I got to pick them up or they got a dentist appointment, all that stuff. So I've been doing that forever. So like now it's just not stressful. It's not like, oh crap, I'm in the middle of a work meeting. And now I got to, the kids are calling because the kids throwing up at school. Like, and I'm the only one available. So now I don't have that stress. So, so now, you know, it's just, I'm just, I'm just living life a little bit more. I am putting more effort into the channel, but I, it's not full time for sure. Definitely not. Yeah. Well, but kudos think- on being able to a, be able to spend time with your family. Cause at the end of the day, when you're looking back on yeah. just memories, it's never going to be fucking work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's going to be yeah. that family. So that's always huge. And just being able to. Kind yeah, of cutting into the family time was, was getting very upsetting. No, that's like, no, you good. know, it's just like, yeah, my only free time, I'm going to be sitting here in a man cave, you know, playing <laughs> video games or something. Yeah. One of my jobs used to take me away for pretty much months at a time when he was growing up and it would, it would suck because you take a couple of months from your, your family. Um, you know, you can't get that time back. Things change. No. Uh, and the kids are only young once and, and you know, cliche, but those moments are definitely precious. So Mateo, we're starting to approach the, uh, you know, the one hour mark. That's the, the we feel guilty mark. Yeah. That's the, I always joke. We ferment <laughs> at that point, you know, after an hour is a little rough, uh, especially on a day where you're doing a bunch of barbecue. Beautiful day. out. I'm a barbecue man myself. I know how that is. It's every second you're away from the smoker. You're thinking about it. You want to go check it. You want to go spritz it, maybe inject it, whatever. Uh, so, you know, we'll let you go enjoy the rest of your memorial. We'll have a, have a nice cookout with your, your friends and family. Um, do you want to plug your, you know, YouTube channel, social medias, Twitter, anything like that, where our listeners can go find you? Uh, sure. Yeah. So, uh, the channel is, uh, gaming with Mateo through one, one. I have one of those old school links. So it's youtube.com gaming with Mateo through one, one. But if you look up Mateo three, one, one, you'll find me. Uh, yeah. And that's me on everything else, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. Uh, but obviously, you know, I'm even on TikTok. but the only place I'm really putting my effort in is YouTube right now. So, uh, you know, I hope you guys all enjoy the rest of your day and check us out Wednesday.